Okay, so now we uh, we want to uh, try and clarify that that line between man's hishtadlut and bitachon b'ashem, God's involvement. She said, if everything is dependent on the actions of Israel, so why do you need to have trust? We just do whatever we can do. Trust in ourselves. And what if, another question, if a person was not going B'derech Hashem, can he still have B'tachon B'ashem, that he will be saved from punishment? We also know who the God is a true and uh, just God. That nothing happens uh, by accident. So if, if a person is being punished or things are happening, it's because uh, it should be happening. Because God doesn't want to bring troubles upon a person. He brought it upon himself. Or these Yisurim could be Kapara. Nimsa. Any difficulty or any trouble that occurs to a person is there to correct a person. And, and therefore, why should we have trust in God that he will save us from such a thing? These are all very uh, difficult questions, right? If a person uh, is in charge, then he doesn't need to be if a person is meant to be punished or is going through something because that's his, tuk, his tikkun why would he have bitachon that God will save him when sometimes a, a trouble is said to educate us so to have bitachon in Hashem that he will save us from that seems strange to what can we uh, to what can we compare this? A Talmud doesn't learn before uh, uh, an exam. And he doesn't know anything when he does the exam. And all of his answers are wrong. So can he then have trust in the teacher that the teacher will give him 100% in the exam? The, the result is according to the answers of the Talmud. How do we put all of these things together? We see two fundamentals in our faith they seem to contradict each other. The first is that we're meant to have trust in God. He knows, everything comes from God. And he does everything. Nothing can stop what God wants. Therefore I have faith in HaKadosh Baruch that he will save me and he will help me and he will elevate me from my troubles. But there is reward and punishment. 
לבטלה, nothing is for nothing. הכל לפי מעשה אדם. Man is responsible, accountable for his actions. That's the first thing that we learn in Sefer Bereshit with Adam and Chava. We're accountable for our actions. שלפי זה הקדוש ברוך הוא משועבד כביכול למעשה אדם. So from that perspective, God is subservient to man. On the one hand, God runs the world. God does everything that God wants to do, and God has the power to do anything. On the other hand, if there is reward and punishment, then God is מחויב. He's obliged to work by that system of reward and punishment. והאדם גלגל עליו את הצרות בגין מעשיו, and we create our own problems by the way we behave. ובאמת זו התנגשות עמוקה יותר של שני יסודו באמונה. This is actually a, a, a great clash between two fundamentals of our faith. באחד גיסא אנו מאמינים בני מאמינים שהקדוש ברוך הוא מנהיג את הכל. On the one hand we, we totally believe that God is running everything. ואין שום מעשה או מעשה שאיננו מכווה מת השם ברכל אלא תיקון השלם. There's nothing that God is not involved in. שאין עוד מלבדו, because there's no one else והוא בורא ומנהיג לכל הבוראים. ומאידך כיסא, בואו נהיה על ההנד, הלו אנו יודעים שכוח הממשלה והנהגת העולם נצפה לידי סדר. ולכאורה שאיבד הקדוש ברוך הוא את הנהגתו על פי מעשיהם של ישראל. אם כן. If that is the case, האמונה שהכל ממנו סותרת לכל את המונח בבחירה. So we have a contradiction here. So he answers with no answer, because if there was an answer, you'd know it by now as well. God can do things that we can't do. As it says in Kohelet, Amok, Amok, Mi Yimsa'enu. We are not capable. We're limited, and it's so important, this element of humility in, in our lives to understand that, that we cannot look at God as we would another human being. When a human being contradicts themselves, we can question, we can challenge. There's also things we can do with that. But when God uh, seemingly contradicts himself, we, we can't really challenge. I mean, God is uh, God. That's what makes him God. Your actions are, are incredible. Even his actions are beyond me. That's when going back to what we said right at the beginning, that we have that there's no one like my God, and then who is like my God. Ask whatever questions I want, but sometimes I just cannot understand. There are things we cannot understand, you know, so many times. I mean, I think students have, have become, have become uh, fed up of asking me the question because, because I just don't have these answers. You know, all these years uh, I've been teaching Holocaust and every so often students come to me and they say, well, how, how do you explain this? And I, I don't explain it. I, I can't explain it from, from a theological side. There's, and, I, and I think on the contrary, that the rabbis or teachers who try to explain uh, terrible things by saying it's because they did this or because they did that, it's almost always because girls have short skirts or people aren't keeping Shabbat. I don't know that that's true, and I don't know who gave the people the authority to say it. I, rarely in my life did I see Rav Lichtenstein get upset 
on two occasions, uh, one isn't relevant to this, uh, the, the, the other occasion was I was in Shana Aleph, I think it was the summer of 1983, and uh, a group of children had gone on a outing on Shabbat to the beach, and their bus had got caught on a train line, and the train hit the bus and killed the children. And I think even before I even remember the rabbi who said it, and he was a pretty sincere and genuine man, he, but he said it in Knesset, he said it before the children were buried even, he said that because they broke Shabbat, so that, that's what happened. Or because people were breaking Shabbat, that's what happened. Chas v'chalilo, you can't say that thing. I, I even heard people say what happened recently, you know, you know, because the, the from kibbutzim alomim and sad, because... They had their gates closed because it was Shabbat, so no one got in. Nothing happened there. Oh, Ribono Shelolam! There were people in. There were people in uh, Ofakim and people in Steirot who were Shomri Shabbat, who were Shomri Torah. It's what? It's a nonsense. It's a terrible thing. You know, it's very clear in the beginning of Sefer Shoftim that there's Hashgacha. It says it at the beginning, right? People sinned, and then we went. We were oppressed. It doesn't say we were oppressed because we had a bad army. It doesn't say we were oppressed because the government uh, didn't know how to run uh, the country or didn't listen to the information they would be given by the Secret Service. It just said that people sinned, so we lost wars. And then when we did Teshua, then we won wars. It says it at the beginning of Sefer Shoftim. So it's very, very clear that that's the pattern of the world. However, what's the difference between Sefer Shoftim and what we go through every day? The difference is we don't have a Navi. We don't have a Navi. So the Ikra, God is calling out to the people, God is speaking to us. Our problem is we don't know what he's saying. We, we don't know what he's meaning. It is very, very easy and we're going to hear it time and time again. And it makes a lot of sense. Honestly, it makes a lot of sense that had, had these matters not happened on Simchat Torah, God knows we would have been in a civil war the week after. But for someone to then say, and because that was the this that was the situation, so fourteen hundred people had to die, children, old people, innocent civilians had to die. We don't have Navim, it's also for a human being to say that today. It's also if if I want to personally uh, look at a situation and learn something from it and try and improve my life because of it. A hundred percent, I did that during Corona or I, I thought I should do it during Corona. There were messages from Corona of wearing masks, covering your mouth, not being allowed into shul. So many messages, so many sermons. But for an individual to say that this happened because of this, no, 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 we can't do that. There is hashgacha. God, God is running the world and we have free choice and we don't understand. And it's, you're allowed to say, I don't know, is the most correct answer anyone can ever say. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer. We will, over the, over the future, shiurim, try and, or comments, try and uh, work this out. We don't understand. We are living, thinking people. We are believing Jews. And it's good that we're thinking and it's good that we're trying to understand. But there are certain realities that we must come uh, to an immediate conclusion to. I feel you don't have to, but there is no explanation. And even if you have an explanation, there isn't going to be writing in the heavens saying so-and-so is correct and their interpretation is correct. So every individual can try and better themselves based on their own feelings and their own conclusions. But someone to say that this is happening because of this and what does this, I don't know what it means. I don't, I don't know what any of it means. Because God is God. So I think our job is to try and believe in God as much as we can, to have fruits of that belief, to trust in God as much as we can. 
And the place we should be working with is human beings, because human beings were human beings, and that's the way I've always approached the Holocaust. I, I cannot understand the theological side of the Holocaust, and in that context, I'm not prepared to discuss it, because I have nothing to say. I can learn certain pieces, Nativot Shalom, Doma Haron, and certain things like that. I can learn Teshuvahs, and so on and so forth. Uh, but but I, I, and I can read lots of PSS, and forever I can read Eish Kodesh, but, but to say why it happened and, and from a heavenly perspective and what is the explanation without taking into, at, into account Gilgul Neshamot, without taking into account Olam Haba, without taking into account the whole world, which we have a keyhole at most view of, I think is, is not possible and to a large degree a waste of my time. And therefore what isn't a waste of my time is to look at ourselves, look at human beings. Look at, look at what we are doing and how we are doing what we are doing and how we are able to improve what we are doing. So at the moment we've just stated the contradiction and uh, he's going to speak a little more about the emunah we should have in HaKadosh Baruch Hu despite not being able to understand and then we will move forward. Have a good day.